Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. On May 4, 1970, hundreds of students were protesting the Vietnam War at Kent State University. The National Guard tried to disperse the crowd, but were met with resistance. Things escalated, and four students were shot and killed. This was rightfully memorialized as an overreach of power, but things have since changed in America. On January 6, 2021, during perhaps the biggest peaceful protest of American history, the FBI instigated violence. Things escalated, and four people died, including Ashley Babbitt, an unarmed Air Force veteran who was executed for climbing through a window. There were no rock anthems composed to memorialize her death. Instead, her killer was celebrated on TV. The almighty self-righteous liberal now celebrates tyranny. And after pretending that violent mobs burning down cities for an entire summer is peaceful, they pretend that the American patriots at the Capitol on January 6th are terrorists. And they pretend that the violent masked group Antifa does not exist. Antifa has been used regularly to silence, intimidate, and violently attack peaceful protesters, including women, children, and the elderly. And because the police have proven to be nothing but tyrants, allowing all this to happen, a group of patriotic Americans known as the Proud Boys did the right thing and attempted to protect and defend their fellow man from a criminal government including Army veteran Joe Biggs. People always ask, why do we come? Um, my question is, why don't more people come here? Days of violence and riots, uh, assaulting police officers, killing people, executing people. Um, we don't like seeing that, you know? Uh, I want everyone to learn how to get along. And, and like today, as much as I do not like Antifa, I don't want any of those guys to get hurt. Um, I want everyone to be able to go home. I disagree with them, but we should be able to disagree and keep our hands to ourselves. Because the police have done nothing while innocent lives have been taken by government proxy groups, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, the Proud Boys stood up to exercise our God-given right under natural law, self-defense. And because the brainwashed masses have fallen into complete submission to the corrupt system, a new precedent is now being set that will forever change this country, strip us of our First Amendment, and further enslave us all. Joe Biggs, along with four other members of the Proud Boys, are now being tried for sedition and face up to 20 years in prison. Court reporter Alicia Powell was there to witness the lead prosecutor accusing the defense of being racist, and nearly every potential jury member has rallied for Black Lives Matter and supports Antifa. A former CIA operative has also been qualified for the jury. These political prisoners have been rotting in an American gulag for a year. Some are being starved and drugged, and our so-called leadership does absolutely nothing. The trial is set for next week. The current state of justice in America is a complete abomination. A system comprised of criminals and whores. May God bless America, because we need a miracle. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. 
right, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, I love it. I love it when news breaks right as I go on air, and that is what has happened. Brand new Twitter files have just been released. Brand new Twitter files have just been released. Now, not to skip over the important subject of the Greg Reese video we just played. We are going to have some other January 6th news coming up here today. It's really just incredible dealing with the media and the Democrats. They lie. We know they lie. They know we know they lie, but they lie anyway. And what they said about January 6th over the weekend is a perfect example of that. But I'm going to lay out all the big news we have coming up today. And, and as teased, but now confirmed, big announcement, big announcement at the end of the transmission. This is the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. And I'm your host, Owen Troyer, with you for the next three hours. Lot of news stories to touch on today. Let me tell you what we've got. Breaking now, as we go live here, just after 3 o'clock Central Time, a new tranche of Twitter files is being published right now by Alex Berenson. Now, we're still dealing with figuring out the last drop of Twitter files. But you see, there's a problem here. And it's the same problem we've been having. Nobody gets punished. And so the criminals and the censors and the First Amendment violators remain unscathed and still operable, though not as powerful as they once were, controlling Twitter, still out there everywhere else. So, not even proper time to respond to the last Twitter files, still no punishment, and now you're already getting new Twitter files. And again, we already knew all this stuff. So is it a frustration that we already knew it, and now it's confirmed and nothing was done about it at the time when we knew it? Or is it Okay, we knew it. Fine, we're modern-day prophets, if you want to consider it that. I mean, it's not even that. It's, it's like walking outside and seeing it's raining and saying it's raining, and then somebody asks, what are you, a meteorologist? Uh, no, I'm outside. I learned what rain is, and it's raining. So, yeah, oh, big tech and the Democrats and big pharma? We're censoring Twitter? Oh, yeah, well, what are you, an internet engineer? <laughs> what, are you, uh, what are you, a tech guy? What are you, a coder? Uh, No, I've been censored. I went on Twitter and got censored. So did all my friends and my crew. I walked outside. It was raining. Sure, meteorologist. But okay, fine. We were prophets. Somehow we saw it. Somehow you knew. Somehow you're smarter than everybody else in the world. And you saw it, but nobody else did. Wow. So impressed. Now it's all confirmed. Now we have the evidence. It's like, The biggest whistleblower you could have. Who's blowing the whistle on Twitter? Oh, I don't know. The CEO? I don't know. The owner? The guy that just bought it? 
So it's all confirmed what we already knew. Still nobody gets punished, which... So we will get into the Twitter files, and I'll read directly from the new ones. And I'll, I'm going to go really into the weeds on this today. And I'm going to read a story that I never got to last week that I got to get to because it all ties together all of the deep state employees working at Google. Now, where does this all tie back into the big story from last week, which was the speaker vote? Well, it all ties in because the hope, the belief is that if we can get the right speaker of the House into this 118th Congress, we might actually have some hope to actually see some real change in Washington, D.C., and real conservative values exhibited for the first time in our lives. And we had very little faith or still have very little faith that Kevin McCarthy is the guy to do it. Now, he won. He got the votes. He made some concessions, not all the concessions, not the concessions that needed to be made, but he got the vote. I'm willing to give him a chance at this point. I don't have much hope, but we'll give him a shot. And I will say this, his speech late Friday night was actually really good. I will give Kevin McCarthy that. And as platitudinal as it may have been, as your, your, your classic empty suit politician, just at face value, it was a great speech. I will give him that. It was a great speech and it inspired me enough to have a little inkling of faith, a little inkling of hope, just to give him a chance here. And so I will. Unlike Hakeem Jeffries' speech, which was divisive and belligerent and arrogant and deceptive, truly disgraceful. Hakeem Jeffries, an arrogant, belligerent disgrace, who I guess wants to be the more extreme version of Obama. I don't get it. And they always do this whole thing where they go out and they lash out like a typical hardcore leftist speech, but then they tell you how patriotic they are. Please, please, any Democrat politician, stop feigning your patriotism. We're not buying it. We're not buying it. But then I got a tip of the cap to Kevin McCarthy. I thought his speech was fantastic, though it felt very polished and political. Still, it felt genuine, and it gave me enough inspiration to have some hope in him as the next speaker in the House. Now, he did say some things he would do that I like to hear. It wasn't all the things I'd like to hear, but he talked about investigating the origins of COVID. That's pretty heavy stuff. We all know where that goes. Right to Anthony Fauci's hand in pen, her pen in hand. So we'll see if that is the case. We'll see if he can do anything on the border. We'll see what he can do about the Bidens. He didn't get too into that. Fine, fair enough. You don't want to get too political in that speech. You still better do an investigation. You better do a probe. He should already be impeached. So we'll see. We shall see. But I do think that what happened last week was a good thing. I think that they can call it infighting or whatever they want. You use all the negative press. I'm not going to rehash the past. I think it was a good thing. I think what Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert and others did was a good thing. And I was just having a bit of a a jest, if you will, with Harrison Smith. He's he's on the other side over here shooting some other specials. And we ran into each other. Talking about that. How you can't even have a debate with the left, so... If conservatives are going to become the house of debate, if Republicans are going to become the source for debate, that's a good thing. Even if we have to debate each other, good. 
if, if the left doesn't want to debate, if they want to be left out of the intellectual conversation and, and, and left to their, to their own weird wills and desires, we've, we've all seen where that goes. So let them spiral into complete destruction and chaos. We'll become the intellectuals. We'll become the people having real discussions, factual debates. Iron sharpens iron. That'll be a good thing. It's not chaos. It's not destructive. It's not tearing apart the conservative movement. No, it's a healthy thing. It's a good thing. And I think it needs to continue. And I think overall, they all handled themselves with, with except maybe Dan Crenshaw. For the most part, they all handled themselves with grace and class throughout the whole thing. Even as, even as hot and heavy as it may have gotten at times. The only, the only two I saw that just completely embarrassed themselves was the new conservative uh, elect in New York, Lawwell, Brian Lawwell, who was getting all kinds of FaceTime and blowing it. He's the new Adam Kinzinger. And then, of course, Dan Crenshaw. And, you know, I, I looked more at it because it's such a confusing issue with Crenshaw. He's got all, I mean, he's got the bona fide. I mean, this guy has the resume. And then every time he opens his mouth, you're like, my God, what is wrong with you? But I digress. So we'll have some more follow-up uh, as far as that speaker vote is concerned. And then more on the vaccine side effects. It's just getting worse. So you can have the debate over the DeMar Hamlin thing. And here's a perfect example of the debate where there were people that called into this show and said, Owen, I never wanted to listen to you again because you wouldn't say that the vaccine was solely to blame for DeMar Hamlin's cardiac arrest event a week ago. And I said, hey, I don't know his vaccination status. This is a big story. I want to make sure we get it right. Could end up being the case. But I also know that it could be a case where that hit caused the cardiac arrest. And I still think overall that's what caused it. But it could have been a vaccine side effect that made it worse. But now the cover up of it, the headlines saying don't even mention it. And the fact that doctors still won't say a cause tells me that, yeah, it looks more like this was a vaccine side effect now. And so that's just based on the lack of information at this point that we are getting. But we've got other news where there is no debate. And, of course, there's the weird sexual orientations of the left. That all continues. I don't know. You know, it's just craziness. And then what is going on in Brazil right now? You heard it here first. You heard next month's news today right here first. And what did we say? We said Brazil is about to have its January 6th moment. Now it is. It's different down there. Their corruption is different. But uh, the results so far mostly the same. But they're really just beginning. All of that and more coming up. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. InfoWars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the New World Order in the nose. Punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the New World Order. We're going over the top. But right now is the critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Introducing our new incredible supplement line, InfoWars MD. 
Now, in 60 seconds, it's hard to tell you how incredible these products are, but all of these products are already sold on store shelves under other brand names for up to twice the cost we're selling it to you. These are high-end. These are the very best. You know our body's ultimate turmeric formula is amazing? Well, guess what? We now have turmeric 95 that's basically the same formula for a lower price. CBD oil of the highest quality, up to 50% less than major competitors selling the exact high-quality, full-spectrum CBD. And it goes on for all the new InfoWars MD products at InfoWarsStore.com. The highest quality, directly from the manufacturer, to your door at prices up to 50%, in some cases 100% lower than what they're sold for in stores. InfoWars MD at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. Well, we've got a whistleblower at Twitter. It's the CEO, it's the owner, it's Elon Musk. And now we've got, I've lost count, what is this, the 12th round of Twitter files that has just dropped today. We're still trying to report on the last round of Twitter files, but I guess we just have to put it all behind us, even though still no one's been punished for this. Direct violation of the Constitution. Investigative journalist responds to Twitter files revealing Adam Schiff violated Constitution to censor him. It wasn't just Schiff. It, 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 Schiff. it was the White House. It was Mark Warner. It was Hillary Clinton. Those are just some of the names that were in the Twitter files. Investigative journalist Paul Sperry responded Saturday on Twitter to the evidence that the Democrat Representative Adam Schiff had demanded Twitter silence him because he did not like Sperry's politics. Hmm. Now, quickly, I have to get off track, even though I told myself I'm going to stay on track, because I I was wondering how I'm going to tie this in, and I'm going to tie it in now. So, I I guess it really became a big story over the Christmas and and New Year's week, where I was off, and when I I do take time off like that, I mean, I disappear. So, I I wasn't tuned into news, and I guess that's when the big Brunson story kind of started to catch traction, and everybody was following it. And then somebody calls into the show and says, hey, you know, this Brunson case is big. And I kind of got blindsided by it, not not even trying to insult the caller, but just basically casting him off saying, sounds like you're selling me hopium. I wouldn't put too much faith in that. And then I had a bunch of people texting me, a bunch of people calling me saying, oh, and you don't know what you're talking about. It was a big news story while you were away. And so I looked into it. And I think my original analysis was was still on point, just instinctually being in this ring for so long. Even sometimes you can poke your head in and know, no, this is what's going on, and then poke back out. But regardless, it caught traction, and people were like, hey, you need to look into this. This is serious. Well, there's been a conclusion to the case now, at least this case. Brunson Brothers case denied by Supreme Court. The Brunson Brothers election integrity lawsuit was dismissed by the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday. And they said that their next move is going to be, uh, they're basically just making the same request again uh, for for lack of a better legal ex- explanation of this. They're just going to try it again. Um, and so it's not done yet, 
but it is done yet, and I'm going to tell you why, and I'm going to tell you why it ties into the Twitter thing. Because this is really what the Brunson brothers case has done to the Supreme Court. Or this is really what they're asking, rather, of the Supreme Court. And maybe if you had the right Supreme Court, you could pull something like this off, but you don't. You don't. And you might even have a couple members of the Supreme Court that agree with you, but they would never want to put it down on paper or cross that threshold if they didn't know they had at least, I'd say, seven, if not all nine, on the same page would be the only way they even hear this case. What am I talking about? The Brunson brothers aren't really asking the Supreme Court to affirm any doubts in the 2020 election or to give a green light to any investigations or to force any investigations in the 2020 presidential election. That's more of the entry point. That's more of the gateway to the larger issue, the argument that they're making, which is Congress is violating its oath to the Constitution pretty much on a regular basis. That's really what the Brunson brother case asked the Supreme Court to rule on. That's really what it was. Now, now you understand why it's such a long shot. Perhaps already a long shot. They don't want to touch the 2020 election in most cases, but this is why it was really a long shot. The U.S. Supreme Court is not going to affirm your belief or your concern that the U.S. Congress acts unconstitutionally or violates its oath to the Constitution pretty much every day after they take the oath. The Supreme Court is not ready to affirm that belief of yours. They are not ready to put into any action in a response that belief that you and I have or know, whatever you think. So that's really why this was denied. Now, why does this come back to the Twitter files? Because you see, it's the same case. When Mark Warner and Adam Schiff and Hillary Clinton, who have all taken an oath to the Constitution, are working with big tech and lobbying to have political speech censored, they have violated their First Amendment of yours. They violated your First Amendment. So, you see, the Brunson Brothers case would have called it all into question. And do you really think the Supreme Court, I mean, maybe Clarence Thomas, maybe Clarence Thomas, do you really think the Supreme Court is ready to put down a ruling or an opinion or or move the meter to the general consciousness that our government, our Congress violates its oath to the Constitution every single day after they take it? Yeah, they're not really ready to do that. And I'm talking at large in mass. Maybe there's some that don't, but you get the point. So all of them, the Warners, the Schiffs, the Clintons, the Democrats, Obama, Biden, all that were involved in the censorship all violated their oath to the Constitution. Absolutely 100%. So the Supreme Court is not going to be ready to hear the case from the Brunson brothers that the Congress is violating its oath to the Constitution because where does that end? It doesn't start or end with the 2020 election. That's like a, a, a middle road. That's like a, an off-ramp in the middle of this road trip. No, it starts pretty much the day they take their oath to the day they're out. They're violating that oath. And it's usually the Democrats. But 
in regards to the Twitter issue, it's that's that's where it's cut and dry. And so if you're going to bring a case to the Supreme Court to talk about congressmen and women violating their oath to the Constitution, the Twitter files is the case. You have all the eyewitnesses, you have all the data, and you even have people on the left and the right with a consensus on this. Now, the Democrat Party will never come out as a consensus on this because they're the ones that were violating the oath to the Constitution in regards to this case. But if the Brunson brothers reintroduced this case and reintroduced it instead of a wide angle lens, but a narrow focus saying, hey, here's members who did take an oath, who did violate it. Here's the evidence. Here's the Twitter files. Here's the emails. What about an opinion on that? Well, now you're not saying the entire Congress violated. Now you're talking about a few individuals, select individuals, where you already have evidence and data that point to confirm what you're alleging. Now, they've basically said they're going to try the same case. Now, I don't know if they have a twist that is the Brunson brothers, but that's what I would do. If you're asking the Supreme Court to basically take a a theoretical or a intellectual approach to the entire issue of the oath to the Constitution by congressmen and women being violated, then asking them to do that with the pathway or the off-ramp of the 2020 elections, they're not going to hear it. But with the Twitter files, free speech issue, direct violation issue, maybe that's one at least you got a shot at. Ladies and gentlemen, a very exciting development has just taken place. I want to encourage you all to go to InfoWarsStore.com and check it out for yourself because it is a very strong, high-quality formula. Down-and-out sleep support liquid is very fast-acting, taken out of the tongue. It's got a very good dose of melatonin, passion flower, valerian root extract, lemon balm, and German chamomile. All of these compounds are documented on record help give you deeper, cleaner, healthier sleep. And that is one of the biggest game changers out there with all the stress we have in this world. And we've got some other great sleep aids as well, and they're excellent. They're all different formulas. But this one is particularly the strongest one we have. So down and out, sold out for more than five months. It's now back available at InfoWarsStore.com. So get better, deeper rest, boost your immune system, and support the InfoWar with down and out sleep support at InfoWarsStore. Infowars.com forward slash show. Warning. This broadcast might offend the easily offended. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer at band.video. Absolutely, Adam Schiff should be expelled from Congress. But I guess we are still anxiously awaiting for him to show his proof of Russian collusion. Remember, he said he had the proof. Still haven't seen it from him because he lied. But that's neither here nor there. I want to move on to the new Twitter files. There's that bug-eyed freak. There's that pencil neck. I'll stop. From the new Twitter files, Pfizer board member Scott Gottlieb secretly pressed Twitter to hide post challenging his company's massively profitable COVID jabs. You know, I've got a side story. I'm going to get into this coming up later when I get into some of the vaccine injuries. 
But, you know, what's really incredible about this, and I don't want to get off the beaten path here, but it's it's just amazing. Because I always go back, remember that tweet that went viral last week, I believe it was, or two weeks ago, from an individual, big, big, big hardcore leftist, Democrat propaganda stooge, saying how she had a vaccine injury, but she doesn't even care that she got the vaccine. She doesn't even care that it injured her. She doesn't even care if she was lied to about it. She even says she didn't even care if it was poison because she says she came from a place of love while we came from a place of hate. Now, of course, we know that that's the exact opposite of the truth. I mean, I I can play the dozens of clips. In fact, the Alex Jones show played a bunch of them earlier today. That's what got me thinking about this. Watching all these lefties bragging about how they got their vaccine and then saying, please don't get your vaccine, Trump supporters. Please don't get your vaccine, conservatives. You need to die anyway. Oh, okay. well, see how that goes for you. But but see, that's what's sick is that it is hate that is dividing us. And it's not hate coming from us. It's their hatred. So we can't even get proper action. We can't even get proper interaction. We can't even get a proper response. Nothing. Because you've got a large mass of people, many involved in the vaccine cover-up, that don't want this to come to the front. So, So you tell me how that's coming from a place of love where you're censoring news about vaccine side effects that people are still getting to this day. They're still getting them. Multiple doses, multiple rounds. Children getting them. And and you're covering up and lying to them about this vaccine all to protect your own what? Your own politics? Your own grievances with the right? Your own grievances with Trump? Your own hatred for your fellow man? It's It, 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 it is the example of Look at how divided we are. This isn't even political. It shouldn't be political. The left used to be against Big Pharma. What happened? So not only, okay, you got medical mistakes. You've had mistakes happen in the past. You've had malpractice lawsuits, all kind of stuff. It happens. But, oh, we're not going to talk about it with the COVID-19 vaccine, are we? We're not going to talk about at least 60,000 dead from the COVID-19 vaccine, just according to the government's own numbers, and they think it's only 1% reporting. Oh, no, we're not going to talk about that. We're, gonna, we're not going to talk about how they covered up the side effects. We're not going to talk about how they censored any information, negative information, debate, discussion about the vaccines. This should be a universal, every American should be angry about this. And, and here's the ultimate irony. It's the, it's the individuals who have not been vaccinated that are more pissed. How do you explain that psychology? What psychological phenomenon is that? Stockholm syndrome. It's the people that weren't deceived by big pharma. It's the people that weren't deceived, weren't bullied into taking that vaccine that are the ones that are really mad about the truth about the vaccines and the injuries and everything else being covered up when it should be the vaccinated ones. And, and I'm even feeling a bit of that right now because I'll, I'll get to this later. I, I want to get to these Twitter files, but I'm sitting here and I've got a story I'll tell later where I overheard a group of men talking about their COVID-19 vaccine experience and how an individual couldn't make it to work because she was sick from the vaccine 
And then it was just like water, water cooler talk amongst these guys working where I was at this morning. And they all talked about their vaccine story and how they all had a side effect and all felt like crap afterwards. And, and I'm just sitting there thinking, you know, and I kind of felt bad because I didn't say anything. But also there's a part of me that's like, you know, what am I supposed to do if you don't get it yet? And so it's a balance. It's like you have no survival instinct. What, what am I supposed to do for you? But then there's the, hey, you know what? It's like an innocent child in a way. We're all innocent children in, 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 compared to God in God's eyes. So it's kind of like an innocent child. They don't know any better. They don't have a clue what's going on. They're just going through their lives, raising their families, taking them to school, going to work. Maybe the, maybe the local news gets turned on in the morning or the evening. Maybe it's the big international propaganda news. And they just don't have a clue. They literally see nothing about the vaccine side effects. They see nothing about the Twitter files. And they just think, hey, it's all good. I just take everything around me at face value. So part of me feels guilty not stepping in and saying, hey, you know, this vaccine is deadly and you've been lied to about it. But then I have another part of me that's just like, you know, there's nothing I can really do for you at this point. If you haven't figured it out by yourself, if you don't have the basic intuition and survival instincts to look around for one minute, then what's the point of me trying to interject and have this conversation with you when it could potentially go sideways? So I didn't do it and I'm already getting off the point. but. Think about that irony. Think about that irony. It's the people that took the vaccine that got deceived. Not all of them. I should be clear here. Many of them are upset. Many of them are ticked off. Their voices aren't heard. Their voices are silenced and censored by people like Scott Gottlieb. By people like Anthony Fauci. By people like Adam Schiff. But when you're, when you're talking in mass, it's the people that never fell for the vaccine propaganda that are pissed off about the vaccine propaganda. And then it's the people that fell for the vaccine propaganda that took the vaccine that are still trying to cover it up in their Stockholm syndrome, calling you the conspiracy theorist, even though you continue to be proven right. It's a, it's a incredible story of irony, but here's what I got to do. Cause I've already ran long here. I'm going to come back in the next segment. I promise. And I'm going to focus and I'm going to read directly from the new Twitter files dealing with the vaccine censorship. It's really just sad because you know humanity can be so much more than this, but it's frustrating because we can't even come together when we're being blatantly assaulted by the ruling class, by big industries like big pharmaceutical industries, and they are just destroying us And we can't even come together when all the facts are right there. It's like it's like being in shackles with your fellow slave and you're like, we want to be free. And then the guy to your right says, I like my shackles. You shut up about taking these shackles off. I like my shackles. They keep my wrists and my ankles warm. These shackles are loving. You're like, no, take the shackles off. Run free. You say, no, I love my shackles. That's what this is like. How can that be? How can my fellow man like his shackles? That's where we are. And so it continues. I'm going to read directly from the Twitter files, but ladies and gentlemen, InfoWarsStore.com is how everything we do here is possible. And I got to tell you, whether it's Brain Force Ultra or whether it's Brain Force Plus, I will not go on air without one of these two supplements for extra focus, extra energy, mental clarity, mental energy. That's what I call it. And... You know, you see this huge phenomenon really since I was a kid 
where the doctors will diagnose someone with ADHD and then they get a nice kickback from, oh, who again? Oh, big pharmaceutical companies that are selling your kids these these pills, these drugs that are actually bad for them. But, oh, it cures their ADHD. Uh, you know what? Give them a shot of Brain Force Ultra. Have them try some Brain Force Plus. It's all natural, it's healthy, it's not a big pharmaceutical product, and it supports free speech when you get it at InfoWarsStore.com. BrainForce Plus, 60% off right now. So, I don't go on air without BrainForce Ultra or BrainForce Plus, and if I were you, big test, big project, big big business proposal, BrainForce Ultra, BrainForce Plus, it will give you the edge you need. You want to beat the new world order? You want to stop their globalist agenda? Well, so do I. And I've been the most effective individual in the fight against the globalist, and I've got their number, and I know how to bring them down. But ladies and gentlemen, I can't do it without your support. And the good news is we're only under about $200,000 a month. The bad news is the enemy is intensifying their attacks on every front, but I'm not going to back down, and I'll never give up, but I could give out. So please keep me on the field. Keep me on the front lines against the enemy while getting great products at the same time that will empower you and your family. InfoWarsStore.com for the best supplements and more. Or just make a straight donation, big red banner at the top of InfoWarsStore.com, and that way all the money goes towards the fight, not part of it going towards product cost. But I thank you all for your support. Please commit now to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get great products and make donations. I thank you for your support. Now take action. The globalists are counting on you not taking action. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars Live products have always been the highest quality, triple tested, and you've seen the rave reviews. But doing deep research, we made contact with the top company in the United States, and it turned out they were supplying almost all the raw materials to the companies that we were already using. So we've gone directly to the source, and that means we can give you lower prices on the very same high quality supplements, and in some cases, even better. Introducing InfoWars MD at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsMD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com has 10 new products. Turmeric 95, Libido RX, Better Mood, Nitric Boost, Mushroom Max, Anotropic, Angels Vitality Collagen, Superfood Greens, and more. Just take the Superfood Greens. This is the highest quality greens out there, and it's at a price way, way lower than the same product on store shelves for up to twice the cost. Find InfoWarsMD at InfoWarsStore. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, we get into the new Twitter files now from the Twitter files. Pfizer board member Scott Gottlieb. And guys, also, Scott Gottlieb used to be, uh, was he FBA? It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful hand in hand relationship they have. Guys, pull up a pull up a search on Scott Gottlieb. I, I'm almost positive he was uh, he had some government position before. Pfizer board member Scott Gottlieb secretly pressed Twitter to hide posts challenging his company's massively profitable COVID jabs. Yeah, they made some money, but they're free. <laughs> they tell you they're free. Oh, they're free. All right. Just gonna cost you your soul. So. I want to read directly, pull up his thread on Twitter, guys, from Alex Berenson, the most recent 
of the Twitter files. And I'm still expecting the big Fauci files to drop. But yes, there it is. I knew it. Dr. Scott Gottlieb served as the 23rd commissioner of the Food and Drug Administration. So uh, yeah, there you go. Now he works for Pfizer. There they tell you, the Pfizer vaccine is safe. Trust us. The former FDA head works here now. He's only worth millions. <laughs> safe and effective. <laughs> so let's go now directly to Alex Berenson on Twitter. And let's put that on the screen so you can follow along at home. My first Twitter files report how Scott Gottlieb, MD, a top Pfizer board member, used the same Twitter lobbyist as the White House to suppress the debate on COVID vaccines, including from a fellow head of the FDA. On August 2021, Scott Gottlieb told Todd O'Boyle, a senior manager in Twitter's public policy department, that a tweet from Dr. Girard claiming correctly that natural immunity was superior to vaccine immunity was corrosive and might go viral. Wow, imagine that. So they lied about everything. So at the very least, you're looking at a big pharmaceutical racket here that is just in it for profit. Honestly, that would be the that would be the best of the worst of this is that they were just in it for profit. I wish that was the case. I wish this was just big pharma trying to make billions of dollars off this vaccine, but it's worse than that. It's worse. They're covering up the deadly side effects. They, they, they knew the vaccine was man-made. They had the, or excuse me, the virus was man-made. They had the vaccine ready to go. I mean, the whole thing was planned out, staged, and it has a lot of people asking the obvious question, are you trying to kill us? Is this all part of a depopulation agenda? So imagine that. Oh, oh, oh. We can't tell people about ivermectin or, or vitamin D or vitamin C or zinc that, that helps them with COVID, uh, they can only get the vaccine because that makes us money. We can't have people knowing that natural immunity, we can't have people knowing this is a 99% nine survivable virus and that natural immunity is stronger than the vaccine, then we won't make billions. I wish that was the case. No, it's worse. They knew the vaccines had deadly side effects. They knew about the heart problems and the neurological problems and they still told you safe and effective. Why? It goes on. Twitter put a misleading tag on the tweet, preventing it from being shared. Gottlieb then went after a tweet about COVID's low risk to kids from Justin Hart. Oh, you can't say it's survivable. So you have big pharmaceutical reps saying we have to make people think this virus is as deadly as possible, even though we know it's not. Pure evil. Pfizer would soon win the okay for its mRNA shots for children. So parents scared So keeping parents scared was crucial. Yes, the fear was crucial. That was the media and the politicians' responsibility to put you into fear. Then they seize power and control. In October 2022, Scott Gottlieb claimed on Twitter and CNBC that he was not trying to suppress the debate on mRNA jabs. Now we know he was. These files prove that Gottlieb, board member at a company that has made $70 billion on the shots, did just that. Full story here. And then he links to his Substack, And it's all there. Some more poll quotes, if you will, with me. It came not from an anti-vaxxer like Robert F. Kennedy Jr., but from Dr. Brett Girard, 
a physician who had briefly followed Gottlieb as the head of the FDA. Further, the tweet actually encouraged people who did not have natural immunity to get vaccinated by suggesting some people might not need COVID vaccinations. The tweet could raise questions about the shots. So even even the new FDA guy was saying, yes, natural immunity is better, but you can still get your vaccine. And that wasn't enough for these totalitarians. It's very important you understand what truly drives these people. When you hear them talking about Democrat Party values or whatever values, no, 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 no. These people are totalitarians. There can be no dissent. Yes, it is always the left ideology that turns into full-blown totalitarianism because how else are you going to accomplish your goal? You have to tell people how to live. How are you going to do that? You need total control. It's kind of like how the World Economic Forum, I mean, do you not understand? Do you know what this translates to? World Economic Forum declares people have no right to own their cars. You have no right to a gun. You have no right to own your car. You're a slave. When do they just come out and say it? Don't tell me I don't have the right to own a car. Don't tell me I don't have the right to self-defense. Just tell me I'm a slave. Just say it like it is. Just tell it like it is. You're a slave. You don't get to know about vaccine side effects. You don't get to know about natural immunity. You don't get to know about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and zinc and vitamin C and vitamin D. Slave. You will shut your mouth and you will roll up that sleeve and you will take that injection however many times we tell you. And anybody who disagrees will be silenced. Oh, you sound loving and liberal. I'm a good liberal. No, you're a totalitarianism. That's why all left-wing ideologies start with the idea of communism, this pipe dream of equality or equity for all. Never going to happen. And, it's, and, and you can't do it, so what do you end up becoming? You end up becoming a totalitarian authoritarian. And you know what you have to do to people you can't control? You kill them. Oh, you want to make a bunch of people your slaves? Well, some people don't want to be your slaves. How's that going to go? Because you can't have some people free and then other people buying into your communism. That's not how it works. You have to have full-spectrum dominance. So you kill those that won't comply. But hey, Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, they're coming out and telling you. The Democrats, they're coming out and telling you. You have no right to self-defense. You have no right to own a car. Oh, where does it go? You have no right to property. You have no right to energy. You're a slave. You don't live in a free and prosperous country anymore. And you see, that's where it all comes down to, isn't it? In a free and prosperous country, the Scott Gottlieb and Pfizer and the rest of them wouldn't even dream of pulling off what they pulled off. But because they own our politicians and because they own the media and because they own big tech, by hook or by crook, they own it all. So they can run these giant gambits, these giant racketeering campaigns, these giant crimes against humanity, completely unfettered and get away with it. Because we don't live in a free and prosperous society anymore. And they know it. They have the people in fear. They have the people in Stockholm Syndrome. They have the people hating their fellow man, their fellow countryman, their fellow neighbor. They lie 
We know they lie. They know we know they lie. And they lie anyway. That's how you treat a slave. Of course, it always is going to lead back to the corporate world government. That's what they're going for. They need the authority to make you take a vaccine. They need the authority to make you do everything or rather not allow you to have meat, to have a car, to fly on a plane, to travel, to have children. And eventually you wake up, you open your eyes and you realize you're being treated like a slave. Maybe you are one. None of this would be happening in a free and prosperous society. So where do we go from here? That's the question. Well, I guess you put hope in the Republican-led House and Kevin McCarthy with some committees to do an investigation here. I don't know how much faith or hope you have in that. I have very little, but maybe there's some. Maybe there's some. There's definitely human interest, and there's definitely a massive awakening happening dealing with the vaccines. In fact, when I come back, I'll talk about that awakening and where we're seeing it right now. But it's getting to a point where people are just dropping like flies. And, I mean, how many people can just be dropping like flies on television all day long before somebody starts to ask the question of what the hell's going on here? Ladies and gentlemen, a very exciting development has just taken place. I want to encourage you all to go to InfoWarsStore.com and check it out for yourself because it is a very strong, high-quality formula. Down-and-out sleep support liquid is very fast-acting, taken out of the tongue. It's got a very good dose of melatonin, passion flower, valerian root extract, lemon balm, and German chamomile. All of these compounds are documented on record to help give you deeper, cleaner, healthier sleep. And that is one of the biggest game changers out there with all the stress we have in this world. And we've got some other great sleep aids as well, and they're excellent. They're all different formulas. But this one is particularly the strongest one we have. So down and out, sold out for more than five months. It's now back available at InfoWarsStore.com. So get better, deeper rest, boost your immune system, and support the InfoWar. With down and out sleep support at InfoWarsStore. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right, we've got a couple more cases of people on live TV having what most believe, most informed believe, are vaccine side effect issues. Of course, we never saw this like we have. I mean, it's almost every day now a new person is collapsing on live TV. So here were a couple over the weekend. Uh, well, let's start with a old Dominion University basketball player, Imo Essien, collapses on the court. Here that is in clip four. Of their game today, keep your eyes on number three, right side of your screen. That's Emo Isian. Sophomore guard stops, then slowly goes down to the ground. Players from both teams visibly upset after watching. Take a look. number of ODU players were seen crying, looking on, and hoping their teammate was okay. Thankfully, trainers from both schools were able to get Emo. So again, collapses, heart problems, 
live TV, middle of the game. You just never see any. Folks, look. I just have to take a pause here because I'm numb to it and I'm used to it, but it's like I kind of try to remove myself, look at the 10,000 feet view, and it's so wild. I've been watching sports my entire life, playing sports. This has never happened before. Literally, it has never happened before. You might have one or two cardiac events in a sporting game, in a sporting event, all year long on the big stage of college and pros. Maybe one or two. Maybe. It's every week there's something now. It's players retiring. It's players falling over on the field. It's players being put on the IR with blood clots. Eventually, eventually these athletes are going to figure out what's going on, right? I mean, it's getting too obvious Or maybe not. Maybe that's just the general Stockholm Syndrome, or they just are so clueless that they don't even realize, hey, what's going on? It must be all of us that took this vaccine. Then you had a young reporter, Jessica Robb, in the middle of a live segment, collapses on the air. Here it is in clip five. Has come just a week before the third anniversary. Well, people we spoke with say they were happy that something is being done, but this is something that they've been asking for since day one. So for them, this is about a thousand days too late. Now, Nairman, I looking at uh, after the, the, the day, families are pushing feds to pushing the feds to. Sorry, Nairman, I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm not feeling very well right now and I'm about to Okay. We'll come back to Thanks. me right now and we'll make sure that Jessica you are doing okay. Thank you. We will make sure And then that stumbles Jessica and is- falls as they cut away. Just you just never see it. And it's everywhere. It's it's sporting matches, it's just reporters doing live reports. People in the morning waking up cardiac event. No. Well, there it is. Her Twitter account bragging how she's triple vaxxed. But still gets COVID. That was April last year. Now she just collapsed on the air. How much worse is it going to get? That's a genuine question. Can't make this stuff up. Three Massachusetts police officers die suddenly in a week. Law enforcement community in Massachusetts is in mourning after several local... Officers died suddenly in the past week. Some of them in their 20s. Brain aneurysms, heart problems, all the main side effects of the COVID vaccine. How bad does this have to get? Modeste Mbami, former Cameroon and PSG soccer star, dies suddenly at age 40, heart attack. I I mean, really, how bad is this going to get? Some are waking up, like actor Tim Robbins expresses regret for his support over COVID authoritarianism and falling for the vaccine. And and I'm going to tell a story about uh, just what do you do when somebody's out here talking about the vaccines? I mean, do we owe it to our fellow man to tell them they've been deceived? Or is it pointless because they're not going to learn from hearing?
speaker vote finally being concluded. And I mean, look, it looks like there's some good things happening. I do believe we have some good members of Congress in there on the Republican side. And, and it's all about. See, here's here's the here's the concept that has to be. Accepted by the American people in all walks of life, because we've all been railroaded and we've all been we've all been chopped down by political correctness and by this modern-day liberal mob militarized in our face, uh, threatening our way of life if we step out of line. And so there's this notion somehow that it's politically incorrect and against the greater good to want to have a country, to want to have a country, to want to have borders, to want to have common sense, to not have our Constitution, our founding documents, our Bill of Rights being ripped apart, being violated every day, to not have a corrupt D.C. stealing our money, putting us into debt, indoctrinating our children. We're allowed to have a country. We're allowed to clean up the rot. We're allowed to arrest the damn criminals. We are allowed to do that. That's an okay thing. So we have to cross this threshold mentally, culturally, where, oh, political correctness, oh, don't step on any toes, oh, just keep the balance. Uh, No, we're allowed to want to have a country. We're allowed to be a free and prosperous country. and, And we're allowed to clean up the rotten corruption when we need to do it. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to disrupt things. And then you end up getting another Mick Republican. But here's an example. And so first, the information must be used to reach that understanding. And so, guys, I've been sitting on this for a while. You may need to pull this up for me from Name Redacted. And they already did a big breakdown of all the feds that worked at big tech companies. Now there's a new one on Google. Google currently employs at least 165 people in high-ranking positions from the intelligence community. Google's trust and safety team is managed by three ex-CIA agents who control misinformation and hate speech. You'll want to bet they vote Democrat. Here's the breakdown at Google. 27 former CIA, 52 former FBI, 30 former NSA, 50 former DHS, 6 former ODNI. And then, I mean, I don't have the time. It would take an hour to go through this whole thread, but we'll go through some of it right here. As an example, uh, you can again find this from Name Redacted. Since the 2016 presidential election, this is when Obama put all their placeholders when Trump was getting in. Google, Facebook, Twitter have hired at least 300 plus people formerly employed by the CIA, FBI, etc. And so that's what they do. They knew that Obama and the and the left were about to lose the White House. So they inserted and embedded all these operatives and agents at big tech where Obama used to rule from the White House or the Democrats rather used to rule from the White House or even the deep state used to rule for the White House. But they lost that when Trump got in. So they had to put all these embeds inside of big tech companies to continue to do their bidding after they lost the White House. And so, yeah, look, there's all kinds of stories out there. National Security Search Engine, Google's ranks are filled with CIA agents. But it's the FBI, it's all of them. Ex-CIA agents are heads of trust and safety at Google and Facebook. Is it okay that ex-CIA agents control what misinformation is? By the way, and we'll tie this into it, but there are Republicans that want to investigate this. And 
They've said they will with this 118th Congress. So we shall see in the near future if there's a true will, a true desire. Here's some names, though, like Nick Rossman. I want you to know he's a he, him. Current Google senior manager, trust and safety, former CIA analyst for five years. Rossman has posted dozens of troubling tweets on his Twitter account. Many tweets show his disdain for President Trump, Trump's family, Trump voters, and white people. Nice. Of course, he's white. Reminder, the following tweets are from a senior manager of trust and safety at Google and former CIA analyst. He says voting for Trump is voting for death. In March 2020, while COVID infections were exploding... Rossman, in a tweet directed at people who voted for Trump, stated, I hope they cough on their grandparents who voted for Trump and get to rot. So he wants you to die if you voted for Trump. And this was a common misperception. Now, Nick Rossman probably knows better, but others didn't. They really blamed COVID on Trump. The general masses, the normies, blamed COVID on Trump, and that was used to to help him lose the election. It took all kinds of shenanigans. It took the censorship, the mail-in ballots, the voter suppression, the dead voters, the ballot harvesting, the machines, the the fake news, the censorship, COVID, all of it. That's how much it took to rig the election to get Trump out. And they did it. Rossman, in a series of anti-white people tweets, states anti-vaxxers are like Nazis. Oh, that's right, because it was the Nazis that wanted you to have medical freedom. It wasn't the Nazis that were running medical experiments. It wasn't the Nazis that were forcing medical experiments and procedures on unwilling and unwitting individuals. Oh, wait, it was the Nazis that did just that, and it had resulted in the Nuremberg trials. I guess Nick Rossman doesn't know his history. No, if anybody is the Nazi here, if anybody's behaving like an authoritarian socialist, It is, of course, those that cried for the vaccine mandates and still do to this day. He says he's still with her, big Hillary supporter. They always go for the dumb ones, don't they? They always go for the dumb ones. He calls Trump a lunatic and a racist. And this is what you get. This is what you get at all the big tech heads and all the big government bureaucrat heads. They all hate you. They all hate America. They all hate Trump. And then they sit there and they say, we come from a place of love as they're beating your brains in with a baseball bat because you have a red hat on. He cheers for the Trumps to go to prison. Oh, oh, and he's the head of Google's trust and safety censoring all his political opposition. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess if you actually believed all this crap, you'd think censorship was the answer. But of course, that's the catch. They don't believe any of this crap. They know they're lying to you. They use it to censor you. They use it to control you. They use it to to put you in fear of what they might do to you. How much longer will this country put up with this corruption? How much longer can we even stand this corruption until we're not even a country anymore? Until we don't even have anything to point to and say, hey, remember that? Hey, we should restore that. Hey, we should get back to that. How much more must we put up with from these bastards? You'd think it'd be easy. You'd think it'd be easy to coalesce 
your fellow American against the big government censorship, against the big government tyranny, against the corporate world government they're forming right now, centralized with the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum. But you just sit here and watch them railroad us. And, and because the left has been taught to manipulate, control, and hate, they are the ones being set up for this Stockholm Syndrome, or they are the ones being set up as the front lines of the propaganda brigade because they have the will to dominate you. And it's like, I, I, I'm so against, I'm so anti the will to dominate you. I'm so live and let live that I'm sitting here this morning and, and I'm, on, I'm on an auto body shop and I'm sitting here waiting to get some work done on my car and I overhear three gentlemen at the water cooler talking about this lady who can't come into work because she's got sick with the vaccine. And then they sit there and they talk about how they all had the vaccine and had the side effects. And one of them had a daughter with a side effect. And it's like, all they keep talking about is the vaccine and the side effect. And, and I'm so live and let live. It's like, I won't even interject into that. And I kind of feel bad, but it's like, if you haven't figured it out by now, can you, will me interjecting in this conversation, make you even more committed to the vaccine thinking, Oh, you don't want to hear from me. Or am I bad for not trying to show you the truth as you're all confused over what's going on? You get a vaccine and all y'all, you get sick. But see, I don't have the will to dominate you. These these people that work in these government agencies now at big tech and, and big pharma, they have the will to dominate you. And, they, and they're trying to right now. Why does the establishment spend so much time demonizing InfoWars, attacking myself and the crew and our other host? Because they know we're pro-human. They know we're telling the truth. They know we've got their number. They know everything we do is about empowering humanity. And God gave us through Mother Nature incredible compounds that will supercharge our body stamina, libido, energy, and immune systems. And we came out many years ago with Real Red Pill Plus that has all the documented compounds like preglinone and so much more to supercharge your body and to give your body the key elements and the key ingredients it needs to function at a proper level. This is the answer to the New World Order's tyranny. This is Real Red Pill Plus, sold out for two years, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get the Red Pill Plus exclusively, InfoWarsStore.com. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. InfoWars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the New World Order in the nose, punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the New World Order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now. Infowars.com forward slash show. You know, I forgot to mention here, we do have some guests coming up. 
Harder than most liberals, huh? We do have Alex Rosen coming up. He just keeps busting predators. This guy is unbelievable. I could have him on every day with a new predator he busted, but he specifically wanted to highlight one today, so he's going to be joining us in the next segment. And then we've got an in-studio guest, Mike Reardon, from RevanConcepts.com. And I want to talk about something with Mike that is a, I think it's a challenge for all of us, right? Knowing the world for what it is, seeing and recognizing all the evil around us, committing to the fight against it, but then also balancing that with the positive energy, the yin and yang of it all. How, how do we stay positive? How do we how do we still maintain a positivity about humanity despite all the negativity around us? Uh, that's that's part of that battle. So in studio guest there, and that's when I'll kind of tell my story and reflect on that with him of what I witnessed earlier today. And then, as I've teased, also big announcement in the final segment today. So stay tuned to that. A lot of stuff happening here at InfoWars. All right. Now, getting into some of the fallout, if you will, now that we have the Congress sworn in and we have a speaker. Conservative Jim Jordan will chair weaponization of government select committee. Now, although McCarthy kept his acceptance speech, his speakership speech, relatively vague with the ideas or some of the things he wants to do. Fine enough. Uh, but one thing he was not vague about and specifically said was he was going to shut down the hiring of 87,000 IRS agents. So I hope there's a true will. I believe there is in Jim Jordan to really just kneecap this government that's just out of control. I mean, we, we need to chop this government. We need to whittle down this government to, like, nothing. Now, that might be a pipe dream, though anybody who wouldn't agree with that, I just, again, I wonder if you're even human at this point, uh, or an American nonetheless. So a select committee looking at the weaponization of government. So we're talking about the Fed surrection. We're talking about Fed nappings. We're talking about spying on people, setting people up. Uh, the misinformation committee and all this other stuff. And I believe Jim Jordan has the will and the desire to really shut a lot of this stuff down or to at least shed light on it. And that's part of the reason why he didn't want to become speaker whenever he was asked, he said, I want to become speaker because I want to head a committee to go after and investigate the bad guys. So we shall see the results of Jim Jordan with the weaponization of government select committee. You also have Mark Green tapping Dan Crenshaw yeesh, to lead Homeland Security Committee, vows to hold Mayorkas accountable. Look, I'd love to have faith in Dan Crenshaw at all. I go look at this guy's resume, and it's as good as it gets. The education, the service, all of it. And then he opens his mouth and you say, what in the hell is wrong with this guy? What a, what a classless, distasteful fool. Do I trust Dan Crenshaw to hold Mayorkas accountable or do anything about the border? No, sadly. But I will say this for Crenshaw. I hope he's smart enough to realize that he's going to get primaried and be the next Adam Kinzinger if he doesn't do something. So he's got an opportunity for redemption here as, as, as low as he's fallen. I mean, he's at the bottom of it. 
I mean, is Crenshaw now the lowest of the low in the Republican Party? Is he now the Democrat of the Republican Party? Now that Cheney and Kinzinger are officially out, is Kinzinger now the Democrat? He's your, he's, your, he's your Democrat in the Republican Party? Well, here's a chance for redemption. Let's see if he does anything about Mayorkas and that open border. House GOP will investigate Trader General Milley, Representative Paul Gosar says. Representative Paul Gosar called top U.S. military officer, Joint Chiefs Chairman General Mark Milley a traitor, adding that House Republicans will investigate his treasonous sellout to China and coup attempt around the January 6th Capitol storming. So I'm telling you, folks, most look, there's a lot of squish Republicans still in there. Of course, you've got a squish Republican leading the Republicans in the Senate. I still consider McCarthy a squish Republican. I hope he proves me wrong. Ronna McDaniel, I mean, she's not even a squish. I don't even know if she gets the, the, the classification as squish. She, she's more like a nothing. A squish is at least there and is squishy. She's not even there. She's just, a, she's just a non-existent. She's just a zero. But I do see good patriotic Americans genuinely concerned about this country and, and a true will, a true desire to get down to the bottom of some of this corruption and do something about it. I believe Paul Gosar is one of them. So they're going to have to take drastic actions. But again, it's about crossing It's about crossing that mental hurdle. It's about crossing that mental threshold, that psychological threshold, forgetting about the political correctness, forgetting about the attacks and the, and, and, and the deception and all of it, and just saying, no, we have a right to have a country. We have a duty to root out corruption. I'm not going to be beholden to political correctness or weaponized media. And I'm going to do what is right. And we're going to weed out the corruption in D.C. And yes, people are going to be investigated and charged and arrested. That's okay. It's long overdue. We have to accept that. You have to take that leap, that mental hurdle, and just accept it. That's what needs to be done. Forget about the hem-hawing. Oh, it's bad for the country. Oh, it's infighting. Oh, it's embarrassment. Oh, international stage. No, what's embarrassment is our country right now and our leadership. That's what's embarrassing. Doing something about it would be heroic. It's long overdue. So, yes, it's time to take that mental hurdle and leap it and say, yep, you know what? The American people are going through some hard times. So, you know what? It's time for the politicians that put us here to go through some hard times as well. So, you were a part of this, Anthony Fauci, making the virus, lying about the vaccines. You're going to be investigated, charged, and go to prison. And you're just the beginning. Whether it's military whether it's any of these bureaucracies. I want full-spectrum investigations. Forget about the political correctness. Forget about all the hem-hawing and just do what needs to be done. Accept that you want to have a country. Accept that you want to save the country. Accept what is going to have to be done to do so. And then carry that torch. Do we have, do we have the leaders inside the Republican Party to finally do it? Now, of course, they will attack these new potential leaders like Anna Paulina Luna. MSNBC is really trying to paint me as a white supremacist. She's obviously Anna Paulina Luna, Hispanic, but okay. Anybody who's a Republican is a white supremacist. It doesn't matter what your skin color is. We've learned that. Honestly, I'm pretty sick of left-leaning media focusing so much on my race It's sad to see how triggered the left is over the fact I'm a conservative. And that's really what it is. The left wants to control everybody. So you're black, but you're not a Democrat. You're white. And they they have this whole thing of demonizing white people. So that's what it's all about. So the left creates the class. They create the hate class. 
which to them is white people or conservatives. And then it doesn't matter whether you're black or brown. And so they say, oh, white people hate you if you're black or you're brown. And then if you're black or brown and you say, actually, I like white people and I vote Republican, they say, well, you're a white supremacist then. They don't even care how unintellectual or, or retarded it sounds. They just do it anyway because nobody's there to check them. You know, Anna Paulina Luna is going to open herself up to some attacks from people like Laura Luma and Roger Stone. But I think Anna Paulina Luna has a lot of potential. I think she's a fighter. And um, I think she's going to have a good voting record. And the fact that the left is attacking her as a white supremacist tells me that they are afraid of Anna Paulina Luna. Maybe being more popular than AOC soon. Ladies and gentlemen, a very exciting development has just taken place. I want to encourage you all to go to InfoWarsStore.com and check it out for yourself because it is a very strong, high-quality formula. Down-and-out sleep support liquid is very fast-acting, taken out of the tongue. It's got a very good dose of melatonin, passion flower, valerian root extract, lemon balm, and German chamomile. All of these compounds are documented on record help give you deeper, cleaner, healthier sleep. And that is one of the biggest game changers out there with all the stress we have in this world. And we've got some other great sleep aids as well, and they're excellent. They're all different formulas. But this one is particularly the strongest one we have. So down and out, sold out for more than five months. It's now back available at InfoWarsStore.com. So get better, deeper rest, boost your immune system, and support the InfoWar with down and out sleep support at InfoWarsStore. The American way of life is under attack. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Share this message right now at band.video. All right, a quick correction of the record here. Mark Green actually got the gavel for the House Homeland Security Committee, not Dan Crenshaw. Crenshaw was trying to get it, but Mark Green from Tennessee actually got it. So I wanted to correct that record. Crenshaw, not the House Homeland Security Committee chair. That will actually be Mark Green. Uh, Thank goodness. Thank goodness. So that just shows that uh, Crenshaw is even losing some political popularity, even in the beltway, if you will. Uh, That's what that represents to me. So uh, that's a good thing. And uh, that shows the party, I think, going in a good direction. It needs bold, unwavering leadership. It needs bold, unwavering leadership in the Republican Party if we're going to save this country. Now, Alex Rose is about to join us. Uh, Quickly, ladies and gentlemen, we've got big discounts at InfoWarsStore.com right now. That's good news. The bad news is it just got announced today from Alex. We're going to have to pull some of these sales as we are running out of things like DNA Force Plus and Vitamin Mineral Fusion that are currently 50% off. So running low on those products, and we're going to we're hoping to have another order of those in February. That seems to be when a lot of the supply chain is becoming available for the stuff we need, but nothing is guaranteed in the Biden economy. In fact, quite the opposite. So take advantage of the sales that are still at InfoWarsStore.com while they last, like 50% off Vitamin Mineral Fusion, like 50% off the Real Red Pill Plus, and 40% off Down and Out. For a liquid sleep support formula, Down and Out does just that, ladies and gentlemen. You will be down and out. It's all at InfoWarsStore.com, and of course, it's your support there that keeps us on the air. 
so we can interview great guests with red hair like Alex Rosen. Now, look, Alex, I could have you on every day. I, I follow your work. You're all over the place. I mean, at this point, you're busting a predator. It seems like you're hitting two a week. Honestly, it's really incredible. I'm wondering if you're going to reveal uh, a cape and a red S on your chest. I don't even know how you get around the country so much. But you specifically reached out because there was one today that you figured was a real problem you wanted to shed a little light on. Tell us the story. Yeah, so we just got done with a trip on the West Coast and to Nevada and Montana, um, five different states, four states so far with an arrest out of those five states, Nevada, California, Oregon, and Washington. And I wanted to highlight one of them in Oregon. Um, he is an elementary, well, was an elementary school's uh, teacher's aide, like a, like a recess monitor, um, a 40-year-old man. So, I mean, he's like with the kids alone a lot, it seems like. And plus and, seems like a little old for that job. I mean, that seems kind of like yeah. an entry-level job. Right, right. I don't think he was the smartest of guys, but he obviously knew what he was doing. And he wrote articles for this website called Feminist Current, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, But I noticed that he was following a lot of underage kids on Instagram. He was hitting up who he thought was a nine-year-old girl that we were posing as. And what's different with him versus almost anybody else, he didn't talk sexually to us like in the messages. I just had a hunch about him. Um, because I saw I added his phone number as a contact in my phone and I saw that he was on Telegram only at night. And um, for those of you that know, Telegram is an app that a lot of these child predators use to sling around stuff like child porn. And, you know, when I would wake up in the morning, see that he was last seen like at midnight, I was like, okay, that's weird. Then it turned into a pattern and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to his house anyway. He works at an elementary school. And even to us, he was sending pictures of kids that he took at like the playground and videos of like a kindergarten on the balance beam. Just weird stuff. Having other people's kids on his phone, which he's not and, supposed and to thinking have. He's communicating with, you said a nine-year-old girl. Nine-year-old. Yeah. Sending yeah. pictures from the school of kids that, that he works with. Right. Exactly. And so we went to his house and he agreed to talk to us. And the first thing he's like, oh, well, I didn't send any bad messages. And I'm like, well, yeah. But then I started asking him about Telegram and slowly but surely, I mean, he was hard to pry, pry stuff out of. Um, he admitted to watching child pornography on Telegram and just being deep into it. And he also admitted to having this attraction to kids his whole life and even having a crush on his students as young as kindergarten. And um, safe to say he's not working at that school anymore, and he's going to be arrested any day now. Now, you're like, I guess they call you the predator whisperer now. It's amazing what you get these guys to admit, and this isn't the first guy. I know it won't be the last. You're, you're able to have a lot of cordial conversations. It's amazing the things they're able to admit. Does he think that he's talking to, like, a a fellow trooper, or does he think that He's going to convince you that it's a good thing. Like, what is the what is going through their minds as they're explaining these disgusting desires to you? Well, basically, um, you know, obviously detectives know what they're doing more than I do. And when we turn these people into them, they always have something to say about the video. So when they talk to me, I listen because they, they're experts at this. So when you have detectives all across the country, like basically giving you tips, um, it works out pretty well. So this one detective in Odessa, Texas, told me like, when he drops the line, I don't think you need trouble. I think you need help. Um, they instantly just think of you as an ally. And, you know, I, I kept telling him, like, 
I mean, as weird as it is to say, I kept telling him like he's a hero for like working with kids and being there for children when other people aren't. And I'm like, you're just, you're a hero that just messed up. And he's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. And you know, then he just starts spilling the beans and no, I mean, he, he didn't think I was a cop. I, I, I don't know why they talked to me. Honestly, I, it's, it's baffling. But it become, it's almost like every case. I mean, every new video I see, they're talking to you like they don't even run. <laughs> yeah, I mean, looking at me, they could easily run. But I, I, I really it's, it's really baffling to me why they talk to me. But I mean, I guess I guess they all know in their mind that they've done enough bad stuff to have the cops called on them. So that could be a reason, too. And. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess nobody really knew about a secret. Like people suspected in that town, like when we were at the PD, an officer came in is like, oh, and Lloyd, I knew he was a pedo. Like they all suspected. But I, I guess when they, they're afraid of being judged and you just come across as somebody who's non-judgmental of them, just saying, look, I've made mistakes, too. Um, you know, we all have our vices. Like, I don't you know, I'm not judging you for this. It's just reality. Uh you know, they're, they're comfortable enough to open up about it because they, they're it's just so taboo and they know it's taboo that they don't really talk, want to talk about it. You know, see, that's what's interesting, because you've exposed that there's a large enough amount of these people out there. I mean, you cast a net, you're going to get a couple like it's a guarantee. Yeah. You're, you're not even yeah. it's not even a hit or miss for you now. I mean, you're hitting every time you've got a full barrel there. Mm-hmm. So do they ever get into. Like, is there a community there? Do they talk to others who have similar interests? Do they discuss what they're thinking? How much have you been able to tap into as far as that's concerned? Oh, it's absolutely communities. Um, Even in Los Angeles yesterday, we exposed the predator who is so deep into child pornography. And, you know, looking at his Instagram, all he would follow is like, pages with like a pizza logo or like little things like, you know, they have these code words that they use to communicate with each other. Um, so you've been seeing a lot of that, huh? Yeah. Pizza, unicorns, the little things in life, all of those are code words they use to communicate with each other. So they, you know, it's like a little Freemason handshake that they do over the internet with each other. And, um, and then this guy's like in groups with all of this stuff being sent into it is, you know, that's what he told us. And, yeah, huge communities that are all into this. Um, and, it, and it's not just dozens of people. It's thousands, if not hundreds of thousands. Now, you know, most of these people that you're bringing in, they kind of fit the stereotypical bill. I mean, something looks off about them. I mean, you can tell yeah. uh, weak, effeminate, maybe malnourished. Like you could just it, there's something lacking there. Right. There's something la- there's something. It's like an empty hole or something. It's like a man that's not masculine or a woman that's not feminine. There's just you know, there's that void there. You can kind of sense it. Uh, they, they're lacking color or, or a spirit. And do they, but do you ever get like any deeper than that? I mean, does anybody ever talk about like Satanism or, or anything like that? Or is it mostly these kind of just low energy, low intellectual, uh, you know, really just ill people? Well, there's been a, a couple that have had, um, well, I should say one specifically. We caught an ordained minister in Arkansas back in February, uh, last February, and he's, you know, he's since been arrested. But he told me that when he was a kid, he went through like satanic ritual, like ritualistic satanic abuse. So maybe um, there's like, like a whole process that gets him into this place. Alex Rosen is with us. We got to go to a break, Alex. But uh, come back on the other side and explain what you were getting into. Because I, really, I don't know if anybody's done the type of work that you're doing, brother. It is truly groundbreaking stuff. We'll be right back. Look, it's not hype when you've delivered. And InfoWars has been the tip of spear against tyranny. And when it comes to the products we sell to fund our operation, they're just like our news and information. 
they are powerful and they change the world. The Real Red Pill Plus is one of our top sellers, but for over two years, it's been sold out because of supply chain breakdowns. It's finally back in stock for 50% off at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, in the limited time we have, I can't get into all the ingredients that are in it, but this sucker is amazing. Look for yourself at how loaded each bottle is, ladies and gentlemen. Every one of these will supercharge your day and everything you do. Just look into the preglanone that we've got that's in this product. Get your Real Red Pill Plus, a proprietary product nobody else has, exclusively back in stock for 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is as close as the Matrix Red Pill as you're going to get. Red Pill Plus, 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. I'm pointing my finger at you. And I'm also pointing it right back at myself. You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take the X3. And you know it makes your life better. And you know it makes you healthier. And you constantly forget. And when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away. Plus, it funds our operation. We've got the biggest sale of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. So it's really amazing who Alex Rosen has gotten to just admit that they're a pedophile. We're talking about elementary school teachers' aides, we're talking about ordained ministers. And so I was asking Alex, I mean, how much of this is just really, you know, you hate to use the word innocent, but I mean, you know, just talking about individuals who are just truly mentally ill and mentally disturbed, just going down these dark paths on the internet or even in the real world versus how many of them have a background of, of Satanism or, or torture, or there's, there's another, there's another side, a darker side to this. And you were just getting into that before we hit the break, Alex, pick it back up where you left off. Yeah. So, I mean, the guy that y'all were just showing on the screen with the head tattoo, that was the ordained minister. And he, I could tell he's been through a lot as a kid, um, still doesn't excuse it, but I don't know. There's just something about pedophilia. It's just so dark and evil. Like, you know, if you get robbed, um, as a kid, it's not like you're going to go out rob people, but a lot of people that get molested as kids go out and do stuff like this. So I don't, I, I, there is something evil, like very spiritually dark about it. And I mean, with this guy specifically, I mean, he liked to put his wife into diapers and have her age play like as a young kid. And with, with him, he met her um, when he was 36 years old and she was 10 and 10 years old online. But anyway, um, back to Owen Lloyd, the elementary school teacher you're talking about, they always have something dark about them. So in his in his neighborhood, um, everybody knew him as a creep. Um, and he even wrote an article for this publication called The Feminist Current about how he's putting his like eight-year-old son in dresses and stuff like that and just basically letting him be a girl. Just this total, totally weird stuff. And 
you know, when I knocked on his door, like he didn't even answer the door. He let his kids like look out the window for him, like his two 10 year old kids look out the window for him. And it took a lot of knocking for him to finally come to the door. Like he's definitely a very weak, feeble man. And, you know, I didn't put two and two together. Those, I thought it was two girls, but it's really one of them was the boy that he was, that he's been transing for two years. I mean, he's just, he just has something, there's something sick with him about children. And the, the fact that he's surrounding himself with kids doing stuff like that to his own kids. Um, yeah, no, he shouldn't be around kids for a multitude of reasons. Well, I think you're getting into the larger arc here too, because it's not a coincidence that there's some sort of sexual depravity uh, involving kids that that runs that runs, uh, let's say, uh, congruent through all of these new sexual liberation movements. And and I think the truth of the matter is when you pull the veil back, when you reveal what's really there, whether it's pedophilia at the root of it or or something else, it's a it's a twisted, perverted sexual desire that they have that they can't control. They don't have any discipline over. They've never been able to control it. And so they find different outlets for it. If it gets really bad, they look for actual physical victims. And so I, I think though, when you look at the larger arc, when I, when I see the push for trans kids and when I see this drag queen, drag queen, sexy time for kids and all this stuff, I think the truth is it might not be as aggressive as some of these individuals like you find, but I think the truth is when you peel back the layers, there's true sexual depravity and there's true sexual perversion there. And of course, they don't want to come out and talk about it because they know it's wrong. And so they get the kids involved and they say, oh, it's just for the kids. But really, they're scratching some weird sexual itch that they have lying inside. Yeah, of course, because him putting it, him putting his own boy in a dress, it's not about the boy wanting that. It's about Owen wanting that for him. And yeah, it's like the same thing. Like, of, of course, they're pedophiles doing those sexual acts in front of kids. Like, would I would I do anything with my own girlfriend in front of a kid? Absolutely not, man. I mean, I don't want a kid seeing what me and my girlfriend do together. So why would so why do these drag queens just feel the need to dry hump and to simulate these sexual acts in front of children? It's just very, very strange. And and I think I think it's just truly a fetish that they have. Like, I think Owen putting his putting his own kid in a dress. I mean, I think that's just some type of fetish. I, I think he just loves little girls. And just wants little girls to be around him, even if that involves making his son into a little girl. I just, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe because he was so, and this is just a hunch, maybe because he's so effeminate, effeminate. Because like, I asked him, um, he's like, you know, I'm shy around adults, this and that. I think just little girls are just less judgmental to him. and He's just more comfortable around little girls. And, you know, he didn't mention he has like a physical and emotional attachment to his freaking kindergarten students. So. I think that could be why he's putting a dress on his boy. He just doesn't want another mask. Even if it's a 10 year old boy, he doesn't want another masculine presence in the house with him. I just think it scares him. Honestly, I guess like if I, if I had to choose. Well, and, but again, getting back to the larger arc here, part of what we do at Infowars is to have the foresight to see where it's going. And I think a lot of people can see it. A lot of people have the foresight too. And that's why they see why this is such an issue. Now they're introducing this thing of trans age, right? And so now they introduce this thing of trans age. And so, folks, if you can't see where this is going, sadly, I guess I have to be the one to tell you. What you're going to see if this trend is not stopped, what you're going to see if drag queen sex time for kids and the gay pride for kid marches and all this, if it's not stopped, it's pretty obvious what you're going to see probably within a a year or two is you're going to see children with adults saying, oh, this child identifies as 30 
and I identify as whatever age, so we can, can have a consensual relationship, and anybody judging that is a bigot and a homophobe and a transphobe. That's obviously where this is going. They want to have that hedge of protection where, oh, you're a bigot or you're a, a, a transphobe or whatever if you don't affirm a 60-year-old or a 50-year-old relationship with a trans-age 10-year-old identifying as a 30-year-old. Yeah, I, I absolutely think that's coming, and f- funny as you say that, because uh, the second to last exposure of the trip was an individual named David Nappy. He has like a small YouTube channel, but he dresses up intentionally in little boy's clothes and, you know, makes himself appear younger. And he he literally identifies himself as like an eight year old boy. And sure enough, he FaceTimes 11 year old kids. This is what he told us in person. He FaceTimes 11 year old kids and does inappropriate stuff with them. I don't want to get into so much about what he said, but very inappropriate stuff with them. And he, he does try to blend in and act like a little boy. I mean, this is it, – it's coming. I mean, it's, it's next on the list. I mean, obviously, we see the slippery slope that's been going on the past, I don't know, decade. Yeah, and again, folks, if you don't see how this is where it's going, they're not – because p- people tend to assume that this stuff kind of just pops up and there's coincidence or you're just moving one piece at a time. No, they, they know. Eventually, they know – if we can convince you that a man is a woman and we can and we can make that be accepted and then we can make you accept sexualizing children or trans kids and then you accept that well of course it's always going to end with hey look age is just a spectrum age is just a construct if that 8 year old says she's 30 and consents with me as a 40 year old then you're a bigot if you don't like it clearly that's where this is going and i would say that most most of the individuals who are involved with it at this time know exactly where that's going. Because you notice a lot of the left has fallen off from this. You've, you've got the gays against groomers that are trying to get away from this and others because they've realized, wait a second, hold up. I see where this is going. This is never where we intended to go for whatever rights we wanted for, for our sexual preferences. We have to break from this now before it gets so inappropriate that that we all get lumped into this, even though a lot of people that identify as LGBT or whatever want nothing to do with it. Sad, you know, sadly, I think it, it has, sadly, I think it has to keep going in the direction it's going because I don't know. I mean, my line has obviously been like years back, but I don't know when the, when the line is for parents to finally wake up and realize that they are going after your kids. I mean, my God, like, you know, even when I was in when I was in elementary school, we had none of this stuff. But now you see libs yep. of TikTok posting all of it. It's so common now. And I don't know. I, I think trans age needs to be a thing in order for people to finally wake up. And if not that, I don't know what even comes next. Yeah, I don't but, either. That's what I'm saying. It's it's trans age. And then it's OK. You're eight. You get a relationship with a 30 year old. I mean, that's I don't see where it goes after that. I, I mean. Yeah. No, I, I have I have literally no idea, and they're gonna they're gonna come up with something. They're gonna try to normalize it, but I mean, my advice for people out there is don't be afraid of what like lunatics with fake breasts are calling you. I mean, if yeah. you're getting called uh, if you're getting called an insult by like a literal, a literal pedophile, then you're doing something right. But I, I just think so many. I mean, I don't want to like put my parents on blast here, but my mom sees a lunacy happening. And I'm like, okay, well, do you tell your friends with these quote unquote trans kids that they're crazy? And she's like, well, no, it's just silence. Silence is compliance with this. And, you know, the term silent majority, it's not a good thing. I mean, if we're the majority, then we should be loud about it and tell them what's up. Well, that, well, you're getting into a whole nother paradigm that uh, of discussion there. But I know you'll be covering it. You'll be right there on the front lines exposing whatever it is, wherever it goes next.
I know you've been dealing with censorship. Where's the best place to find your stuff right now, Alex Rosen? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. For for the next two weeks, probably the best place to find me is on Rumble. Uh, just type in rumble.com predator poachers. But in all seriousness, that's where we're going to be permanently. Um, they support what we do, and I support them back. So if y'all would follow us on Rumble, it's completely free to make an account if you haven't already. Um, you can watch that elementary school video and a lot of other stuff. Uh, it'll be super appreciated. Keep us free from YouTube and keep us uh, en- enable us to keep doing what we do. I appreciate it. Yeah, and that's a big topic I may get to today as well. It's important to support folks that are going independent off of YouTube, folks. It's important to make them successful like Alex Rosen. Alex, thank you from Predator Poachers. There's a war against our masculinity. There's a war in the environment, the food, the water, the air, the electromagnetics, the injections, to really cut us off from what God designed us to be. But through Mother Nature, the Creator gave us compounds that can counteract what the globalists have done. And I gotta tell you, all our supplements are great, but we've got a real game changer now. We've never put anything out this powerful. It's InfoWars Platinum, now exclusively available at 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is private labeled three of the top best sellers in the country right now, but it's exclusively available under the brand name and private label of InfoWars Platinum at InfoWarsStore.com. It's HGH Boost Max, it's Pain MD, and it's 1776 Testosterone Boost. Yield it to yourself and your way of life and your well-being to try these out and fund the info war.